Welcome to the Green Up Academy podcast with Alex Kirby, where we focus on helping you level up your green industry business. Whether it's marketing, finance, employees, or strategy, we talk about everything on this show to help you apply it to your business and change your family and company's future for decades to come. Here's your host, Alex Kirby. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Green Up Podcast, where we talk about how green industry posts can level up. Me and Eric are talking about the growing pains of growing. And so, you know, Eric and I both, uh, Eric's done over $2 million. I was approaching that when I sold my company, and I was telling you that, so, <laughs> as you grow, crazy stuff happens. And that's why a lot of guys don't want to grow, they say. You know, 80% of companies are four employees or less. And... If you're afraid to grow and the stories are going to make you not do it, just turn this episode off. But these are going to be really good stories about what happens when you gr- try to grow because this is just part of it. I've got one really good, like a couple, but this is a great one. So we hired this guy. Uh, let's call him Joe, okay? We hired Joe, and he was like a rock star install guy. So he was great on the skids, MT, you name it, right? So we're doing this job in downtown setting of our place. So it's tight quarters, all that stuff. And I knew he had a drug problem before because he told me. Like, he was a said he was a Christian, born again, and the whole thing. He had been doing really well. Well, then Logan, who's in this room right now, and him get COVID, okay? And the doctor, when he goes to, like, go get diagnosed, like, medicine, gives him codeine syrup. Gives him codeine syrup, okay? You don't give a drug addict (laughs) codeine syrup. Yeah. Like, What? 100% true story. So I don't hear from Joe for like several days. I'm checking on him like, he's probably been here two months doing great. Mm -hmm. No problems. He comes back after COVID and he's like a different person. Like, I'm like, oh no. Like, I'm thinking something's wrong. Like, he tries to say he's having health issues with like whatever. Well, then one day, the day, okay? One day, Joe, a guy, one of my guys who was his technician calls me. He's like, hey, man, this is a guy I knew from high school who's like a bro. He talks like a surfer. He's like, hey, bro, like, I don't want to be this guy, but, like, Joe's on drugs. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, it's like 3 o'clock. No, it's like 5.30, actually. It's, it's, I'm wondering where they are. I forgot. It was like 5.30. I'm like, where the heck are these guys? They weren't answering. <laughs> so then he's like, Joe's, like, we stopped at a Waffle House, and Joe, like, met someone in the bathroom, and then we stopped at a random house on the way to the job, and there was definitely a drug deal went down there, and then we were at this, it was like an irrigation side job. We were at the irrigation job, and he's been, like, messing with the head for, like, two hours, just, like, turning it, turning it, turning it. He's, like, tweaking out, <laughs> and I'm, like, he's, like, I don't feel safe getting in the car with him, bro. I was, like, first off, you're not going to call me well before this? He's, like... I'm like walking down the street, bro. I don't even want to be near him. I'm like, so I leave. I'm like at home with my kids. Yeah. I drive home or drive downtown to them 30 minutes. And Joe is in the, in the irrigation valve box, just, just twirling it. Like he is out of his mind high on like a <laughs> hardcore drug. I'm yeah. not proud of this, Yeah. but I never would have known. Yeah. So I end up letting my other employee, let's call him Bob. Bob takes my truck home, and I drive Joe. I make Joe put his uh, bag in the back and get him in the car, and I drive Joe home to the off to the shop. So it's like 6 o'clock, and 
six thirty maybe. <coughs> Excuse me. And I'm like, all right, Joe. I know something's up. I saw a pill bottle, and it ends up I don't know, he had like he had gotten hardcore drugs that day. He had been on drugs for a week. And I said, I will call the cops if you do not dump them in the trash right now, whatever it is. And I won't say what it was. And if you don't check into rehab by next week, I'm recording our conversation. I'm going to return you to the authorities. Thankfully, he did go to rehab. And he's, from what I know, I heard about six to ten months ago he was doing okay. But, like, the customer ended up calling me. It's like, hey, why was it taking your guys so long to do my job? I don't understand what happened. And I'm like, what am I supposed to say? Oh, yeah. yeah he's on drugs. Joe's on him <laughs> high as a kite. You know, he's safe. You never think you're ever going to be in that situation. But, like, this is a guy who's making, like, 25 bucks an hour, landscaping 10 years, and the dang doctor. I, I blame the doctor. Like, you can't give a, a guy who's struggling with addiction. You should see in his file, right? Yeah. So, that sucked for me. That was, pr- that was one of the worst stories. Uh, I remember getting home, like, 730 and tell my wife, and she was like, no one knows the struggle of, like, they only see the good things, they never see that. Yeah. Um, do you have anything interesting that's happened? I mean, you're you're not yeah. been in business that long, but you probably so, got some good ones. The pains are growing. Yeah, had nothing, like, crazy. Yeah. Um, nothing crazy expensive, mm-hmm. but it's death by a thousand paper cuts, it seems like. Like, last week we had a guy on a pretty big landscape job, been there a week or two. They're cleaning up, like picking up extra payers like and stuff. Like done almost. Yeah, like the, on the second to last day. Hmm. He's loading pavers back and just twists the mini mini skid around and rips the back flow out of the ground completely. How much does that cost? Her? Around 1500 Gosh. Yeah. Um, or just dumping the dump trailer and not chaining the doors back. There's <laughs> 900 bucks. Dude, when the doors break off the... Uh, the off the hinge? Yeah, the hinge. Yep. Oh, it happened to me twice. Yeah. And guys look at you, right? And they look at you like, sorry. They don't realize how expensive it is. Yeah. Gosh, it's horrible. Anyways. Um, we've had... All right. Just a million yeah, things. Just, just like, a little like small thing. Just today, the job we went to, yeah. it was planned for three blocks, three pallets oh, yeah. of retaining wall block, and there's 14 pallets there. <laughs> just filling up the whole street. Hey, man, I think y'all locked you to the wrong house. And then yeah. they're mad at you. It's, they're... Like true, there are things you have to deal with when you decide to be. Yeah, the problems get. There's different problems as sure. you grow. Sure. Like when you're a solo guy, the problem is you're the one providing your income. You and break your arm, yeah. you're out of business. But yeah. when you have eight employees, yeah. six employees, like yeah. you have to manage those employees, yeah. and people are hard to manage. It's okay. the hardest part about business. It is hard because ma- people are unpredictable. Unlike machines, they're always going to be there when you show up the next day. Yep. Unless you get robbed. Yeah. Um, speaking of getting robbed, my other story that I have is we had a really nice facility. If anyone's ever seen my content, we had a rented a um, the guy was great. Uh, we had about a third of an acre, almost a half acre, like lay down area. All of our equipment, two con- two big storage containers. Well, we, it was fenced in with barbed wire and cameras, right? Mm-hmm. So I told my guys though, hey, we always need to lock it. You never know who's in this parking lot, right? Because there was other people coming and going. And I said, you're going to be responsible if it's not locked. If they break the locks, you're not responsible. Well, my guys didn't. We had just had that speech a week or two before. Next thing I know, come in Monday, five grand stuff stolen. Weed eaters, blowers, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I asked the owner of the property. I said, well, show me the footage. Oh, man. We were getting the cameras fixed just this weekend. Like, literally, it's a true story. Wow. 
He's like, I was like, why didn't you tell me they were down? You know, I would have done, you know, whatever. He's like, I didn't think about it. So I thought he should pay for my deductible, but that's another story. Yeah. Right? A thousand bucks. Like, yeah. that's your mistake. You didn't, I pay rent here. My camera should be working. Mm-hmm. He's a bozo. But then, so here's what happened. So I texted my guys. That was a Monday. Sorry, guys. We did four tens. So you're going to come in Friday. And we're going to do training, and you're going to clean all the trucks and make sure we got everything else and blah, blah, blah. And it's going to be unpaid. It's going to be a volunteer day because you guys owe me a 1000 bucks. It's going to be four hours. I'll, I'll even get you lunch, my eight crew leaders. Mm-hmm. So that was Monday afternoon I told them that. Tuesday morning, one of my crew leaders walks in. We start at 7. He walks in at 645. I'm like, I usually get there 15 minutes early to get the schedule, you know, jobber, yeah. element, whatever. up, And... This guy comes in, and he was like, yeah, he thought he was a hot shot. And, he's, and he goes, hey, um, just so you know, we've all come together and decided that we're not coming in free on Friday. It's your fault the stuff got stolen. It's not our, our fault. Just because we didn't put the locks on, you didn't pick a facility that was secure enough. That's not our problem. And I was just like taken aback, right? I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And so I found out he accidentally kind of told himself he basically had tried to start a group chat with all the crew leaders like, hey, we're all going to say we're going to quit, eight of us, all of us, if he tries to make us come in. So I calmly go, okay, so you're fired. I mean, as of right now, you're fired, and so is your technician. And that's the end of the discussion. You have a nice day. I didn't say anything else. And... He goes, you know, he says some curse words at me, whatever. He leaves, and he tried to rally the troops. They're all out there in the lobby. Yeah, like getting ready. They're all, the like, day. listening. Right? No, no, all the other crew oh. leaders are, like, wonder what's going to happen. Like, And I said, and so he walks off, and he's trying to yell at them. And I said, anybody else want to be fired today over trying to start a, a revolt against me? And then I called a team, and I said, this isn't about money. This is about I just told you guys last week. And, and in the comments, hey, if this is on YouTube, which we should be putting it on YouTube eventually, in the comments, tell me if you thought I was right or wrong. I'm, I'm down to hear it. On TikTok, whatever we put this on, I'll, I, can, I can be told you guys think I'm wrong. But I felt like it was the least they could do was I'm going to pay the deductible. You guys come in for four hours and get everything set up, see what got stolen, make sure, you know, just yeah, make just sure, check everything, check yeah. everything over, right? Because I didn't exactly knew what got stolen. I mean, we had eight crews full of equipment. Yeah. Like 25 hedge trimmers, everything, yeah. right? So, yeah, so that was the last day he worked for me and the other guy. Come to find out a week after that, God, I'm scaring everybody. I know I'm scaring everybody from like, I've never hired anyone again. Come to find out a week after that, I find out that that guy and his technician had been stopping at his own personal house mowing their grass with my equipment on the clock. Really? And no one told me. And... Now, all this sounds scary. Yeah. And some of the things, this is why I got mm. GPS track it. Um, I do too. I mean, like, I got GPS track it almost immediately. I was like, I need yeah. to be utilizing where guys are and making sure they are where they say they are. Yeah. So that was one big thing I did. But yes, those stories are scary. Like, they, dude, you want to talk about feeling defeated as I, a business owner? I remember one. Well, oh, I can't wait. You say it next. You want to talk about feeling defeated as a business owner? You go home to your wife and, and kids that day and say, Daddy, oh, you're home. How was your day? Pretty horrible. Yeah. almost lost half my staff today. Yeah. I almost had technicians only. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and thankfully we had one foreman that we had just promoted who kind of rallied the troops and was like, 
And I can't remember what I ended up doing. I think by law, I ended up having to pay them. So any of you not, you know, people online who are like, you know, law guys, yeah. I did end up paying them because they were coming in. I can't remember what ended up happening, but um, it is hard to grow. There's pain in growing, but it's still worth it. Like, let me tell you, it's still worth it. All right, Eric, yeah. let me hear your other story. So I just remembered it, but um, had a guy going through. Older, so the crew leader was an older guy and been in landscaping quite a while. Um, wasn't perfect. Um, didn't have the best morals. Um, I fired him shortly after. But they were, they were mulching at this job, and I guess this younger guy had been having a rough day, and he guys asking him just, hey, can you take me here? Can you take me here? He just dropped him off at the liquor stop, at the liquor <laughs> store during, during lunch. Like on a, lunch. on a main highway, brand, like trucks are branded. Like you know it's us. And yeah, just drops him off during lunch, runs to Whataburger, comes back, picks him up. And it's just like the, the image that you want to portray. Yeah. And it just comes back to like hiring, the, just – Having your core values and hiring and firing to that. That's good. Um, I've got one even worse. I just remembered now that you said that. <laughs> the worst story of my career. Okay, last one. And then we're going to encourage you as we wrap up this episode because this, this is so funny. Um, I hired this guy. This guy applies, and I meet him and his girlfriend at a burger place. And they have a baby due within two weeks. And he has no experience. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give him a shot. Yeah. Crushes it for the two weeks. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Everyone's like, dude, great hire. This guy's the bomb. Yeah. I want, I'm going to call him D. D with me. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. So it's a Wednesday. I'm, I'll never forget. This was like four years ago. It's a Wednesday. And one of my guys who um, I had luckily mentored as a young adult, a young kid. Now he's working for me, right? He calls me. He's like, hey, man, I got to tell you something. I'm like, gosh. He goes, we stopped to get gas today, or stopped to get ice today, and D got a got a paper bag out. He brought a paper bag back from the gas station. He drank a beer at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. He's like, I didn't know how to tell you. It's 4 o'clock now. We're on the way back. Yeah. He's like, and I, I know I have a picture where he threw the can in, the, in our corporate $600,000 account. He threw it in their garbage dumpsters. Oh, my goodness. So, thankfully, no one saw. Yeah. And so... He, he didn't get a picture, so, sorry. D comes back, and I confront him. I'm like, hey, D, I had to make up a scenario. I couldn't, like, tell him that his crew member told him because you don't want him to, you yeah. know, want to kill the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, I got a call from the superintendent. He said that he saw you throw a beer can in a trash can. He goes, absolutely not. Never would I do that in my wildest dreams. I have a baby. Really? He goes, I'm sorry. I've been stressed. I didn't mean to. I didn't know what to do. Just a completely admits it. Wow. I said, D, you have a baby due like any second now. Yeah. And you chose a beer over a job. And basically a beer over your family. Yeah. It's like, I have to fire you immediately, right now. Yeah. And never heard from him again. Fired him. But dude drank a beer. Now, thankfully, he drank the beer. He was like, not driving, of course. Yeah. This is the worst story. I mean, I remember thinking back, like, what should I have done differently? I mean, there's nothing else I could have done. Yeah. Found out after they were back, basically, or yeah. on the way back. Um, he like, I can't remember. I think he said he had to take a call outside to tell me or whatever. Anyways, um, horror stories. I have more. Like, I have three more I could tell. Yes, there are a lot of horror stories. Growing pains during growing are real. Um, but in all of this, I want to encourage anyone listening. 
those moments, no matter what, I wouldn't have it any other way. This sounds crazy. Like, I learned so much about resiliency. I learned so much about team leadership. I learned so much about how to handle hard situations. The lawn and landscape, the green industry, as we like to call it, has helped me as a man encounter. Um, thankfully, baseball taught me a lot on adversity. Mm-hmm. But I just never dreamed that I would have these problems and situations. But guess what? Every time it happened, it got better and got better and got stronger and got stronger. And it gave me more belief. Yeah. Uh, you said something earlier. A thousand no's uh, helps you. No. What, what was the phrase you used? Oh, just getting told no. Yeah. And just like going through the trials and going through this. Endure the suck. And the quicker you get through that suck. Endure the suck. I yeah. love it. I mean, once you get through that, you get told no by 100 customers. You um, you work 10, 100-hour weeks or whatever yeah. during the busiest time of this year. Like, it's going to set you up for success as long as you're doing the right thing. Sure. Through business and doing business right. Yeah, I'm not cutting corners. Yeah. yeah. It's good. So, anyways, be encouraged. Anyone listening, uh, be encouraged. Eric and I, uh, we've been through it. You've probably been through it. I want to hear your stories. If you've got some good ones. Um, I want you to email them to alex at greenupacademy.com. I think that's our my email now. Um, I'll make sure that's right, but I think it's alex at greenupacademy.com. Make sure, um, or you can DM us on Instagram, whatever, but I want to like, hear some of the... I bet, I bet you people are like listening right now like, oh, I've got one better than that, and, which, probably, is, probably so. which is terrifying. But yeah. Okay, that's so good. So anyways, thank you for listening to the Green Up Podcast, where Green Industry Pros come to level up their businesses. Eric Hill, Fayark Lawn Co. Yep. Got it right again. <clears throat> we'll see you next time. Make sure you like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review if you can. We'd appreciate it. Thanks, everybody.